Hello fellow cosmic adventurers and welcome to the True Rest Float Spa. I'm the float guru and will be your guide throughout this process. Next to me is the amazing, the extraordinary float pod. The float pod was invented in the 1950s by Dr. John C. Lilly and was doing research on brain waves and altered states of consciousness. The pod provides an environment that suspends your body in a zero gravity like state and is a powerful tool for relaxation, pain relief and getting a better night's sleep. This is accomplished with about 1,200 pounds of magnesium sulfate, more commonly known as Epsom salts, which is dissolved in 200 gallons of water heated to skin temperature. You are about to embark on an incredible journey. Ah, the familiar sensation of floating feels like a part of you is returning home, a state akin to being in the womb. Your body floats on the surface without any effort. This sensation can be extremely euphoric and energizing but flotation is a serious therapy, and the first few sessions may make you sleepy if your body undergoes some detoxification reactions. Later sessions will leave you feeling refreshed, energized, aware, and joyful. Think of it as a reset button, physically and mentally. You may hit a wall upon getting in, but should settle down after a bit. There are a lot of positions you can try, including the I surrender, which is good for those with upper back and neck pain, the plank, which is a very common position, mummy, mild dance, and several more. Find a comfortable position and try to stay as still as possible. This is very important. Do not move. We are tricking our brains into thinking we are asleep. Make sure not to splash around in the pod or scratch an itch on your face to avoid getting the salt water into your eyes. Okay, this is a common problem. Let's take a few deep breaths and begin some simple relaxation techniques. Count your breaths. Both the inhale and exhale count as one. Count up to 300. Yes, 300. If your mind begins to wander, this is perfectly normal. Do not get frustrated and return to counting your breaths. As you begin to relax deeper and deeper, your brain will begin to shift to the theta brainwave state. Normally, we are in a beta brainwave state upon waking, indicated by a faster wave or higher brain frequency. After 20 to 40 minutes in the pod, the brainwave shift from the faster beta wave state to the slower or lower frequency theta state. Theta wave activity has been associated with greater cognitive potential, long-term memory storage, and enhanced creativity. Children have more theta wave activity than adults, and thus they tend to be a little more creative and carefree. As you relax deeper and deeper, very lucid and profound states are possible. But these are rare and only occur to about 3-5% to of clients. It's important not to pursue any state, but remain calm and relaxed. Focus on breathing. If you are experiencing pain or have chronic pain, it's possible these parts will seem more intense in the pod during the beginning to the middle session of your float, as your mind has nothing else to focus on. Internal studies have shown chronic pain will drop 40-50% to 50 in the first float, down to 80% or 90% relief by the third float. Other benefits include preventing sports injuries, speeding healing, decreasing cortisol production, lactic acid and adrenaline, increase endorphin production, decrease swelling, improve circulation, reduces blood pressure, heart rate and oxygen consumption, promotes calm, eliminates fatigue and jet lag, improves sleep and the chances of having lucid dreams, energizes, shifts brain waves, improves mental clarity, intensifies acuteness of all senses, accelerates learning, cooks toast, oh wait, and diminishes depression and addictions. Floating is a tool, but it can take a few times before you know how to properly utilize this tool. Just like working out or dieting, it will take a few floats before even the minor benefits truly begin to manifest, and requires more use before profound benefits can be realized. Tension, pain, anxiety, stress, and frustration didn't form overnight, and it will take time for you to be able to release these on a significant scale. Please stick with us for a few sessions. If you are getting bored or your mind is overactive, stay calm. 
Many people will get out at this point. If anything, endure the full 60-minute float, and your body, mind, and spirit will thank you later. This is your time. If you are bored by you, what does that say about you? Cherish your time alone. In rare cases, nausea is possible. This could be a sign of the body detoxifying or a kidney disorder. Please consult your doctor should you experience prolonged nausea. In many cases, those that hold stress in their stomach get nauseous during times of escalated stress. Nausea in the pod could be a sign of your body finally letting go of this stress. If nausea persists, please get out as vomiting, while extremely rare, is possible. Enjoy! Remember, this is your time. You will learn to love the time with yourself. This does take practice, but you are always worth it. In the last five minutes, the music will turn back on. In the last few minutes, stretch. If the light is off, it will turn back on two minutes prior to the filter starting. If you wait too long, you'll be sucked into the filter. No, just kidding. But the water will splash around a bit and could it get into your eyes. You will likely sleep much better after the float and be in a joyous, mellow mood for a few days afterwards. Pay attention to how you feel for the next few days. You will likely notice a huge difference. Remember, the more you get used to the process of floating, the better the benefits get. I recommend relaxing in the lounge for a few minutes after the float. There is no rush, and you may stay as long as you wish. Have some tea or water while you relax, and don't forget to try the flavored oxygen bar after the float. That's it from me, the float guru. Enjoy your float. Safe travels, cosmic journeyers. Welcome to the machine, everyone. I am your host, Mario, here with my co-host, Jeff Rowe. Journey with us as we adventure into conspiracy theories and the unexplained. All right, welcome back, everybody, to a new podcast episode. We are actually taking what we had already called a field trip here, right? I mean, we started recording this before we re-recorded, and we blundered it because we had to go back and do it because nobody could hear Jeff Rowe's mic, so I had to go back and record it. I'm explaining too much. I mean, we're not perfect here. No, time travel, right? Right. That's the beauty of podcasts. You can you can edit, you can go back, make no mistake, when we lay things down here, we have a chance to go back and say, hey, you know what, Do we did that come off correctly? Does, so whatever you heard in the past, we all make mistakes, but we try not to make any on this podcast because we can fix them. Right. So if I say anything to offend anybody, eat it. So we're going to a place called True Spa. True Spa. Yeah. It is a place uh, out of Wexford, PA. So we're, we're traveling uh, right around an hour away. Not too far from us. 
and we're going to do the sensory deprivation float pods that they have there because we've heard so many things about it. I'm excited, Jeffrey. I don't know about you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, with everything that's going on in the world today, I think we all need a mental vacation. That's And that's what this is. We're going for a field trip to try to see if what everybody talks about when it, they talk about the separate, you know, the sensory deprivation tanks, you know, if it's all built up. Well, I wouldn't say everybody needs a mental vacation because it seems like our president's been on a permanent mental vacation lately. Oh, okay. Come on, man. Give me a little break here. Anyway, this is kind of our introduction to that. We're getting ready to go. We're going to go down there. And Jeffro, you ready? Let's blast off into space. Let's go. All right, welcome back, everybody. Here we are. We've got our friend Mike from True Rest. Mike. Hi, everybody. Hey, Mike says hi, everybody. Uh, Jeffro, Jeffro, you're remote as well. How are you? Good, good. How are you guys doing out there in podcast land? Podcast land. So podcast land. <laughs> Jeffro, myself, and my daughter Abby, who was on one of the episodes, previous episodes. Uh, we had decided to go to the True Rest Spa, which uh, they have float tanks, right? Or Mike, how how do we? What is the correct uh, correct thing to call these? Uh, correct nomenclature on the devices we use would be float pods. Uh, there's there's a couple different designs out there. Uh, our particular uh, pods are made by the Royal Spa Company. Okay, so float pods, because whenever we went, you know, we commonly called is float deprivation, and, and I mentioned that to you when we were talking about this, and you kind of looked at me, and you're like, you know what, I really don't like it being called uh, deprivation tank, so can you explain to us why? Yeah, we don't really use the term deprivation because we don't consider what we're doing depriving anybody of anything. Um Essentially, actually, the rest in true rest, if you look at the logo, it's all in caps and there's actually um, there's periods next to each word. So rest in true rest actually refers to reduced environmental stimulus therapy. So essentially what we're doing is we're not depriving anything. We're just drastically reducing uh, three out of your five senses, uh, your sense of uh, your sense of sight your sense of hearing and your sense of touch, uh, for an hour at a time. Okay. So now before we, you know, dive into this and, and get a little further into it, um, just so the listeners are, you know, just so they get a little bit of an idea of who you are, what you do, how you come to doing what you do with, uh, the true rest float spa, right? Yes. Can you, can you give um, us a little bit of a background on yourself? Absolutely. Um, so I spent about 20 years uh, working in the restaurant industry as a server. Um, and the problem with working in the restaurant industry is it's a very high stress environment. You know, you're, you're doing constant multitasking um, with very visceral real time consequences if you make mistakes. So spending an awful lot of time kind of ramped up like that on a regular basis, five days a week, uh, you know, four weeks out of the month, 12 months out of the year with a vacation here and there, your brain tends to get stuck there. 
Um, so I became very, very chronically anxious and kind of a nervous guy um, to the point where when I had a day off, I could just, when I was just sitting around the house, my brain wouldn't allow me to slow down. Um, so I began seeking out uh, different ways that I could kind of kind of mitigate um, some of what I was going through. And I had been through, uh, you know, antidepressants and different types of therapy and that kind of thing. And none of those seems none of those things really seemed to work that well for me. And then randomly on a podcast I was listening to, I'm sure everybody here is aware of the Joe Rogan experience. He began talking a lot about his experience doing float therapy. Uh, he actually has his own he has his own pot of, his own tank at his house, and I decided I was going to give that a try. I gave it a shot. Uh, I floated in what's called a samadhi tank, which anybody out there should look this up. Um, a samadhi tank is not exactly the best device for a first time user. Um, they're, they're kind of an older design and they're not super duper comfortable for like somebody who's never done it before. I still had a very pleasant experience though. And it was great. Got a lot out of it. But then uh, a few months later, I found out that a place very close to where I was working at the time was actually going to be starting up their own float center. And I had just literally on a whim, sent them a quick email, asked them if they had anybody that was uh, going to be running that that end of their business. Uh, we ended up having a little quick sit down, a really nice discussion, uh, really hit it off. And that's how I got started in the float biz. They hired me on to be their, uh, their lead float consultant slash uh, kind of operating manager of their, uh, of their float spa. And I did that solid for a year, very small operation, just two pods. But I literally learned how to do that job and operate that kind of a business literally just on the fly while doing it, which gave me some good experience. I had a little time away after that, about a year and a half in between that job and the current job uh, where I'm now managing the True Rest in Wexford, Pennsylvania. Well, it's, uh, you know, I'm going to ask you a few questions. I know I've already asked you these questions while we were there. And uh, by the way, just so the listeners know, I had... A fantastic time at the. Can I say fantastic? Because I always say fantastic. I'm going to say fantastic. You can say fantastic. A fantastic time. Uh, <laughs> didn't really know what to expect, you know, as nobody really does going in. You, you're a little nervous, you know. I was. Sure. Um, so, uh, and after talking, you, you ease my mind quite a bit on a lot of things. Uh, but I know a lot of our listeners, actually, uh, one particular listener that we have, Roberta. She says, uh, I don't know if I could ever do that. I'm, I'm very claustrophobic or, you know, she just doesn't like to be enclosed in, you know, spaces. I don't know how tight or whatnot. What, what would you say to somebody like that? Well, first of all, shout out to Roberta. How you doing? Honestly, the really good, one of the advantages of using the, the, the pods that we have, the, the float pods from the float pod company is there are they're quite spacious we're talking the pods are about eight feet long about five feet wide and about there's about five feet about five feet uh i don't want to say five feet deep but like there, there's about five feet from like ceiling ceiling to floor uh the water is only about uh usually we keep it around between 10 and 11 inches and you'll find that a lot of people that that 
have concerns about claustrophobia, and that's actually a pretty common concern in, in the float world. Um, but most people who have concerns about that usually have issues with things or spaces where they can't, they can't move freely while they're in those spaces. So like a lot of them are like, they're, they're worried it's going to be like an MRI machine or something like that. But a float pod actually is a lot more spacious than you think it is. And another thing that's nice about the design is the lid is it's a pretty large lid and you can actually float with the lid completely open if you want to, if you're more comfortable that way, um, which is really good for people that have like claustrophobia concerns. Uh, you also control the light that's in the pod as well. So if you're more comfortable that way, you can float with the light on and the lid open. And that's usually super, super comfortable for people with, with, with claustrophobia issues. Another nice thing about that is if it's something you want to continue to do and make it more of uh, your regular wellness routine, you can incrementally get closer and closer to having the lid closed and the light off. So it's literally something that you can use as almost a therapy to get over claustrophobia. So maybe... Maybe the first time you float, you float with the lid open and the light on. Maybe the next time you just you, you turn the light off while you're in there. Maybe the next time you put, you can roll up a towel, put it on the lip of the pod and close the lid onto that lip. So it still gives you a little, little bit of space there. And then maybe the next time you float, you go all the way. You go light off, lid close, and you're good to go. So you can literally slowly get yourself more and more used to that environment. One of the phrases we like to use a lot, uh, especially for first time floaters, is that the user controls the entire experience at True Rest. So whatever you're comfortable with, that's what we recommend you do. Right, and that's exactly what happened. So uh, before I went in, I was talking to my daughter about it and, and, and she was just, you know, she was ready to go, she was in. She goes, yeah, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to close the lid. No lights, no nothing. And you guys also offer sound, which I thought was really, really cool. And I'm hoping I get to try next time I'm there. But I went in and I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to go in. I'm going to, I'm going to lid closed, lights out. Um, but one of the things that I was kind of worried about and Jeffro was kind of worried about as well is, you know, we're some bigger guys, right? Mm -hmm. we're, we're some, I mean, we're men. Uh <laughs> So, Jeffro, I didn't have any issues with room or anything. You? No, no, yeah. And like you said, that was a concern of mine. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised that, you know, it was pretty easy, accessible to get in and out of the pod. Quickly, I, on your guys' uh, logo, I also noticed with the True Rest logo, it's actually a Vesca Pisces. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I think that's very interesting as well uh, once we get into sacred numerology and sacred geometry. So that's, that's kind of cool element to your guys's uh logo yeah i'm pretty uh, i'm pretty sure that's not by accident no no right <laughs> <laughs> when when i went in again I, I wasn't knowing not knowing what to expect i was just as nervous as anybody would be my first time i have to tell you it reflects on you and your staff of the cleanliness and the pride you take in this particular place and everything that you do because it could not be cleaner uh, that was one of my concerns going in somewhere, you know, where you're dressed down and you're floating in some water in the dark all by yourself. But you have showers also, right? So mm -hmm. when when we went through it, well, the first thing you did is you, you gave us like this little consultation, little video to watch. Uh, spirit science. We love spirit science. But it was uh, <laughs> it was directed toward your business and, uh, you know, the float spa. 
and uh, you know, it's kind of like a little tutorial. And then we went in and you said, yes, so you come in here. Here's the shower, earplugs, which never had earplugs fit so well, by the mm. way. They're not the little styrofoam earplugs. Um, and then it was just, you know, like you said, do it at your own pace. And mm -hmm. everything was laid out for us nice and neat. I didn't feel like uh, like my privacy was being invaded you know, because I think a, a lot of people, when they go into those things, you know, you're dressed down, you know, you worry, hey, you know, you hear about different other places that this place, I did not get that. It was completely professional and I dressed down. I dressed completely down. Yep. And I, fl I, I, I floated. It was, <laughs> you know, I got in the water. The water was nice and warm. I'll tell you, the only thing that, that I did worry about was I was going to be too relaxed <laughs> you know, you never know. But I, I went into water and it wasn't the case. And I got to be honest with you, it, it happened. I was in there for an hour. It felt like, Jeffrey, I don't know about you, but it felt like 15 minutes to me tops. It was it was a strange feeling for me as well. Um, first, it, it took me about 15 minutes. It feels like 15, 20 minutes to kind of actually acclimate to, to the environment, kind of, you know, settle my thoughts. But once I was able to do that, it seemed like, I don't know, it was almost like a transcendence. Like it almost felt like it was over so quick. And there was this brief, I, I'm sure with practice, I can get a lot better with it. But there was this brief moment of like almost total serenity. And right. it was so relaxing. Um, but you're right. After like the first initial sort of, uh, getting acclimated to, to the pod, it seemed like it was over in no time. It was like in the moment, it was so startling that it felt like you got into the pod, kind of settled down a little bit. And then you're like, okay, let's rock and roll. Right. And then just allowing there to be no expectations was, was one of the uh, pieces of advice that, you know, you gave us there, Mike, uh, going into the thing is try to just uh, allow, you know, your body to do whatever it is naturally, naturally, instead of going in with like all these different expectations, just kind of let things come to you. And it's um, really once, hard to do considering yeah. every, you know, the, the hustle and bustle of everyday life and everybody having, you know, I, I don't know about anyone else, but my mind is always working, right? My mind is working all of the time. Even when I'm sleeping, my mind is working. And, and even Mike had pointed this out to me. He goes, you know, your mind is constantly working. Even in your dreams, your mind, your mind is constantly working. So when you have so much going on in your life and you can't bring yourself back down and gather yourself and you can't truly really think for yourself. So, and I, I just, I, I know I cut you off there, Jeffro. I'm not trying to, I'm, I'm sorry, but no, you're all right. No. When, yeah. When, it's like a, when I went in, it was just like, like you said, once I got acclimated to my surroundings and, and what was happening and I got comfortable, there was nowhere else I wanted to be. I was, I, I was so comfortable and so at peace. It was just, I could honestly relax. And I, I, and I mean true relaxation because I haven't had that kind of relaxation as far as I can remember in my life. It was just something else. And, you know, I'm going to stop cutting you off here, Jeffrey. You go ahead. <laughs> no, no, you're right, though. Uh, it, you're, you know, you're, uh, 
you're, you're similar. You're responding the same way I did. And it's, it's like it was a decompression. Um, and, and in a world where everything is, is so hustle and bustle, um, like you said, even when you're sleeping, you're dreaming, right? And this was by – rather than like sleep deprivation, it was almost like sensory recuperation. Mm. Right. Oh, your your senses, mm. your senses were able to just reset, you know, and mm. not have any stimulus. Um, you know, you were able to recuperate without, you know, true, true rest, which is funny. You know, it's true rest spot. Right. Um, <laughs> and I, I think I think that's maybe a, the secret in the sauce. Right. Because, you know, one of the questions I was asking you. Uh, when we were uh, originally doing the float, uh, Mike was, you know, the correlation to this type of therapy and Dr. Braden, Dr. Joe Dispenza and Dr. Bruce Lipton, where they talk about how, you know, in, in my estimation, I asked whether or not this could be like a life hack. And in, in that oh, sense, yeah. what I mean by that is, you know, they talk constantly about, you know, 95% of the time we're unconscious, right? Sure. We're walking around, and that's sort of the program that we kind of live in, you know. And usually, we can't access that. The only times we can usually access that part of our mind is just before sleep and just as we wake up. And this floating tool is is sort of puts you into that mode. And when you're in that mode, it's it's a time where you can kind of focus on things that you want to focus on. Focus on you know, improving your life, focus on improving your health, focus on improving your relationships um, and your, you know, your mindset, your mood. And that 95% dictates, you know, your, your sleep state dictates your 5% of your conscious life. And that's, you know, something that I found post uh, float. Um, what was interesting was in the moment, as I got out of the tank and, you know, we were kind of recovering and everything um, because, you know, as you said in your, in the seminar, uh, people who have, you know, a little bit of distance to travel, you kind of suggest they don't travel right away because you're sucks in such a relaxed state. What I actually found was I was able to experience that relaxed state. And it, it's almost as if since the experience was so new, I didn't really know how to, uh, explain the experience in the moment because it was just it seemed like it happened so fast but mm -hmm. several days after i experienced some of the best sleep i have ever, ever experienced uh probably for about four or five days i mean i i never slept any deeper and um it, it seemed as though uh i was getting almost flashbacks of that you know you know that sempery that sensory recuperation, right? It was almost like sure. just for flashes, it was kind of like, oh, shit, you know, that's really cool. And I, I was getting a lot of benefits from it, uh, even post, you know, experience, which was mm -hmm. I thought was really cool. My, my bed, right? I have a memory foam mattress. I uh, can't really remember which which one it is, to be honest. It's, it's one of the top ones I could only order from the company or whatever, but I, I have it. And I even found myself going to sleep, you know, for even now when I lay down, it's, I'm not as comfortable as I was in the pot. I was just so relaxed and so comfortable that the <laughs> fact that I didn't, 
I got so comfortable and it wasn't, there's always chatter. I, I, I think, uh, who was it that said it? Alan Watts. Oh, Alan so, Watts. so <laughs> Alan Watts has said, you know, and one of the clips that I've, I've listened to over and over and over again of his speeches, thinking is constant, right? People lose themselves in thought. It's chatter in the skull. They can't sure. bring themselves back down themselves as, as a, as a energy, right? Because their mind is always thinking. A person who thinks all the time has nothing to think about except thought. So he loses touch with reality and lives in a world of illusions. By thoughts, I mean specifically chatter in the skull, perpetual and compulsive repetition of words of reckoning and calculating. I'm not saying that thinking is bad. Like everything else, it's useful in moderation. A good servant, but a bad master. And all so-called civilized peoples have increasingly become crazy and self-destructive because through excessive thinking, they have lost touch with reality. That's to say, we confuse signs, words, numbers, symbols, and ideas with the real world. Most of us would have rather money than tangible wealth, and a great occasion is somehow spoiled for us unless photographed. And to read about it the next day in the newspaper is oddly more fun for us than the original event. This is a disaster, for as a result of confusing the real world of nature with mere signs, such as bank balances and contracts, we are destroying nature. We are so tied up in our minds that we've lost our senses. Time to wake up. What is reality? Obviously, no one can say, because it isn't words. It isn't material, that's just an idea. It isn't spiritual, that's also an idea, a symbol. What I thought the best thing about all this was, in my, my personal experience, was I was able to turn that off. I was able to not think about anything and any of my responsibilities. Even in that short amount of time, I was able to not think about anything. I mean, just anything, which was amazing to me. I've never been able to do that. But in that short amount of time, what felt even shorter, I was able to completely turn that off and be so, so relaxed. Now, I'll ask you this, Mike. I know a lot of our listeners, when, when they hear about these things, a lot of the things that continue to pop up and people ask and wonder why or not necessarily wonder why, but wonder about is the, the sensory, right? It's supposed mm -hmm. to enheighten your senses in a way, right? In a way, it, it's, 
essentially what well actually let me take, let me take just, just a minute take a step back mm-hmm. first of all thank you very much for your kind words about my staff and the spa very um, professional one of the things that you know i i started that job only a couple of months ago i i've actually i've actually only been the manager there since may and one of the things that i did right before i started there is i read as many google reviews as we could or as i could about that particular spa because we're, we're actually fortunate enough to still be maintaining a five-star rating on google right now which is that's actually really difficult to do because somebody can somebody can make a bad comment and rate you three stars because you don't have adequate parking and that'll screw you up but one of the things the, the the things that i read when i was reading all these all these positive reviews and there was two things two things that were constantly mentioned uh one was just courteous knowledgeable helpful staff and the other one was just how amazingly clean the place is which tells me that those are two things that people are absolutely looking for so those are the two things that we really focused on as soon as i took over there was just making sure that everybody who's there floats as often as they can uh to make sure that they can they can speak to people from an area of ex- expertise even you know like just you know they, they've done it a bunch of times and they can ex- they can talk to people from experience to help people through especially their first couple of floats as they get acclimated um and the other thing was just making sure that place looks beautiful because it, it's at the very very least you know when, when you are bringing people in you know into a vulnerable situation you know you're, you're you're in a secure room there's a lock in the door you have a private shower um but even then you're still vulnerable so making sure that everything is 100 percent sanitized 100 percent beautiful looking smelling etc cetera, etc cetera, that's a big part of making sure that everybody who comes in feels safe and that is that you know that, that that's one of our core values you know is 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 cleanliness is safety before we go any further while we're still on the cleanliness part before i forget mm-hmm. um one of the things that i wondered about whenever we went in was you've got these i mean these things are they're big they're they're huge yep. and they hold a lot of water and they mm-hmm. hold a lot of salt so that you can float yes my one of the things I always wondered, I, said, I thought to myself, how do these guys go through all this water and all this salt? Um, hmm. We're talking about you know the cleanliness and everything. So you've got people using these pods over and over and over again. It's that that's your business. That's what it's for. So Correct. nobody, you know, obviously nobody's going to get their own pod for you know this is your pod. This is your. You'd have a ton of pods. It's not possible in my mind. Right. So let's, yeah, let's talk about the, the, how, how we clean the pods. Can, can we do that? Can you give us a little bit mm-hmm. of an insight on that? Absolutely. So the pods, like each one of our pods contains roughly 200 gallons of water. Um, and each one of them, uh, we employ about 1,200 pounds of magnesium sulfate, uh, a.k.a. Epsom salts in each pod. Uh, what that does is that makes the water super, super dense. So we, uh, we, we maintain a salinity or specific gravity of anywhere between 1.265 and 1.28, um, which is, I believe, just a couple of tenths away from being as dense as the water in the Dead Sea. Um, 
So having water that, that, that is that dense means that anybody, no matter how tall, short, big or small you are, when you lay in that water, you are going to float effortlessly, which um, actually kind of goes back to why, you know, maybe you're not as comfortable in your bed. Well, in your bed, even if you got that memory foam, you still have gravity pulling down on you. And right. that memory foam is still pushing back, essentially. So in the pod, you don't have any of that. Um, now, as far as the water is concerned, um, we don't, because, you know, natural evaporation, the water levels go down um, slightly over time. Like, so as the week progresses, you know, the, the water level gets a little lower, a little lower, a little lower. So we were constantly adding water, usually, usually mm, two, sometimes three times a week. We'll, we'll, we'll add water to the pod, just, use, just using the hose in the back. Um, so as far as what I would say is every probably month and a half or so, because of the constant evaporation and adding of water, like every bit of water in those pods on a on, on, on over the course of a month or, you know, month and a half, every bit of that water is changed out. Um, the salt generally remains. We have to add salt on a pretty regular basis as well, because when people come out of the pods, obviously there's salt water on your body that's going to come off. So that redu that'll reduce the salinity. Um, so we do add salt on a regular basis as well. Um, as far as the water purity is concerned, uh, in between every float, we have uh, six, six pumps, which is like one pump for each pod. And all the water in those pods are cycled through a five micron filter, um, which is actually like a better filter than most like public swimming pools have. Um, the water is treated with UV light. The water is treated, uh, obviously there's a lot of salt in there, so it's completely sterile. Um, we also employ a, our main sanitizer uh, would be actually hydrogen peroxide. We do a, uh, it's called a, it's a stabilized concentrated hydrogen peroxide known as float fresh. And we usually keep the peroxide levels in the water anywhere between 50 to 100 parts per million. And that basically will take the place of any kind of chlorine or bromine because in that in an enclosed environment, like chlorine and bromine are actually kind of dangerous. Like you, you can actually, you've actually seen people get cancer from like long exposure to chlorine and bromine. So we don't use any of that kind of stuff. We just use peroxide. Now, every Monday, uh, we don't open the spa until uh, first float of the day is at 3.15. So for the first half of the day, we do a very, very thorough deep clean of the entire spa front to back. Uh, front of the house means all the floors are uh, very, very well sanitized and mopped. All the surfaces are clean. Everything and anything that anybody's going to touch is completely sanitized. And in the back, each pod is thoroughly hosed down. Uh, every, every surface in there is treated with hydrogen peroxide as well. We uh, scour the insides of the pods. We basically uh, get rid of any water lines, anything that might be on the walls. We sanitize the entire inside as well. Uh, all of our filters are changed out for fresh filters, but essentially that place is made to be just like new every Monday. So that's one thing. And then this, the, the ongoing maintenance every day we test for, uh, we test for specific gravity. We test for pH alkalinity. Um, we test for the uh, peroxide levels, uh, the depth of the water, the temperature of the water. So those are things that are just a, we're very, very consistent about this and we're very tenacious about keeping everything uh, adjusted at 
optimal lever, optimal levels, not only for the quality of the float, but for the safety of the guests as well. Well, now you say you clean, you do a thorough clean of the, the whole spa mm-hmm. every Monday. And I just, you know, just to let the listeners know, Jeffro and myself and my daughter, we showed up on a Saturday and this place was just immaculate. It was, <laughs> you walk in and the essence of peace is just there as soon as you walk in, which is very, very refreshing. Going back to the questions that I know a lot of our listeners are going to have, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people have stories of, um, I don't know. I don't know if I want to say hallucinating because I don't want to say, <laughs> you know, just you know, maybe seeing things. It's not really. I know when I say hallucinating, the first thing that comes to my mind is, you know, like acid or, you know, things like that, that, you know, experimental drugs that were, that's not this. Um, no. Seeing different, uh, I, I could tell you, I did get like a little tracer, like my, my eyes were wide open, lid shut, completely dark, could not see anything, could not hear anything. It was like a little white, white, grayish type of little tracer light and... I blinked my eyes because I wanted to make sure I was seeing it, and it just kind of went away. And maybe it was just my mind, but other than that, all the only thing I could hear was my own heartbeat, which was peaceful in itself. Um, have you ever heard of anybody, you know, actually seeing, you know, like different uh, shapes, lights, anything like that, or, or have you experienced any of these things? I have actually. The thing about floating, floating induces what they call a theta brainwave state, which uh, going back to what Jeffro is talking about as far as like being able to achieve certain states just before falling asleep or just after waking up. Theta is kind of like being half awake, half asleep. What that results in is a drastic reduction in the activity of your amygdala, which is, uh, for those people who don't know, is the part of your brain that regulates your, uh, your fight or flight hormones, your cortisol and your adrenaline. Once you get acclimated to that experience, it's very, very, it's very, it becomes extremely easy to become very, very present. In other words, you're like, as he was saying, you're not thinking, or you, actually both of you guys were talking about it. You're not thinking you, you, you just exist um, at that point. It's the and, best thing in the world, really. <laughs> absolutely. Now I, at one point uh, just as an experiment, just to see, you know, what would happen. I floated 30 times in 30 days. Wow. Literally every day for a month I got in the pod. There were a couple of weird things that happened uh, and probably the last third of that time period. One of the things that I experienced was, and it's hard to describe, but it was almost like I, I was, I was, I, I was in the pod and it, it felt like my entire body shifted directly to the left about three inches because I could feel the water. Like when you're, when you're in water, that's that dense, any movement, you can feel the water moving over you. Right. So I felt, I felt myself move very quickly directly to my left and I could feel the water move. And then as soon as I, as soon as I asked myself what had just happened, I shifted right back again. So I don't know. I, Honestly, I don't know how to describe that any any better than that. Um, but I don't know exactly what happened in that situation either. Um, and then towards the end 
of uh, of that experience, uh, those, those 30 days. When your eyes are open, it's really no different than when your eyes are closed. There, there's no difference in as far as what you experience uh, sensory-wise. And at one point, I know for sure that my eyes were open. And what I could see was it was like a band of very faint white light, like very, very faint, like almost imperceptible. Like I, I, it just, it was more like, it was more like a presence than anything else. And this band of, of whitish grayish light moved directly from the foot of the pod up the ceiling of the pod all the way to the back. And at first it was really slow and it just kept kind of repeating slow and faster and faster and faster. So eventually it was like, it got so fast that you couldn't see the difference between like when it repeated, it was all just one, just the whole inside of the pod turned kind of gray. And then that faded away. And all I could see at that point was what, as far as I could tell were stars. Um, again, I, I really never went into any kind of, I, I never really researched what that was. The only thing I could think of that maybe it was, was, was maybe some kind of astral projection. I, I really, I really, I really can't say for sure, but I've actually had that experience or something very similar to that several times since then. Um, I'm, I'm a regular floater though. I, I think I floated four times last, just last week. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's something that you can achieve certain states of consciousness while you're in there that extreme serenity and just extreme. It's like nothing else in the world exists. It's like the only thing that you have to do right now is just to be the only thing you can hear while you're in there is your own breath and your own heartbeat. I've had, I've had moments in the pod where my entire body, I could feel my entire body pulse with my heartbeat. The first time that happened, it actually kind of scared the crap out of me just because it, it, I'd never been that, I've never, I've never gone that deep before. Since then, that's one of the targets I go for while I'm in there is just to be able to be able to be able to be conscious of my own heartbeat in my toes. You know what I mean? Let me ask you this real quick outside of uh, floating in the pods. Do you do any kind of meditating? Not, I, I used to, um, like I actually have like, you know, like the, like the pillow to sit on and like the little, the, 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 the kneeling uh, meditation bench that I bought. Mm-hmm meditating for me i'm way too easily distracted is the problem so one of the things that i that i think is a really nice benefit of floating if you're a regular meditator you know that there are certain there's certain just natural distractions when you meditate okay your 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 butt's going numb because you have to sit for that long you might have a back issue that starts to bother you while you're there the your your ac might kick on you might hear a horn outside whatever it is these are all stimuli that you have to kind of learn to just ignore and filter out or just acknowledge and move on very floating yeah absolutely it is and and but floating has all the benefits of meditation without any of the distractions because because again the, the the only thing you are going to perceive while you're in there is yourself 
your own mind, your own consciousness, um, your own breath, your own heartbeat. Um, and at times, if, if you're, if you're very acclimated to it and, and you know how to listen, you can actually hear your own nervous system firing at times too. Um, it's just kind of weird, kind of a high pitched electrical sound that I, I've only, I've only been able, I've only been fortunate enough to hear it like a handful of times, but it's, that's also something that's possible. Hmm. Jeffro, did you so, have anything you wanted to ask Mike? Yeah, I had a quick question. One more time. What was the salinity that you guys used? You said 1.26. Is that accurate? Usually, usually we keep it between 1.265 and 1.28 and anywhere in that range is, is perfect for buoyancy. Okay. That's cool. Well, I just, my mind, I picked out the 1.26 and reduced it to nine. So, you know, I have a fixation on the number nine. <laughs> I thought that, I thought that was interesting. Um, but no, yeah, going back to the, uh, kind of using this as a life hack, um, with, with being able to go ahead and tap into the parts of our mind that we normally can't tap into because of the chaos that's in our everyday world. Um, did, did you have anything that you wanted to add on, on top of, you know, the discussion with the Dr. Braden and Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton uh, angle as far as how we could use the float spa on, on an everyday basis. Cause that's kind of, that's kind of another thing that we try to attack on the podcast here is, you know, we, we try to look at some of these ethereal things and some of these spiritual things. And a lot of times um, the subject matter is glossed over when it comes to how it can actually be attributed and used in an everyday life rather than, you know, just talking at people. You know, we want to try to, you know, bring people together and say, hey, listen, this is actually a tool that you can use to improve your life. Yeah, because everyday life is working on us. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So the thing, the, the, the area in my life that floating has helped me the most with is, like, like I said before, I used to be a very, very horribly anxious person. And through my work with uh, float centers, I did a lot, of, a lot of reading and a lot of searching about, about being able to understand what chronic anxiety is. Um, and, you know, I'm, I, I am, I am not a doctor, by the way, I am, I am not a psychologist and I am the, the way I like to explain this isn't, it's not exactly what's happening, but it's close enough that it, that it kind of makes sense in like kind of layman's terms. A lot of people, like a lot of people in our country, um, suffer from chronic stress and anxiety. And most people, when, 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 they, when they become aware of a problem like that, they're looking, they're looking for a quick fix. They're looking for something, a, a specific action they can take that's just going to fix it. A lot of times they fail to remember that they weren't always like that. They weren't always chronically anxious and stressed out. And it took them a long time to get to the point where their stress and anxiety was like having a profound negative impact on their lives. Essentially, when you spend a lot of time in a high stress environment, your brain can kind of get stuck there because you're constantly flooding your brain with cortisol and adrenaline. And eventually your brain does what, what it, your brain does what your brain does. It, it adapts 
to 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 scenarios and situations. So you adapt to high levels of those chemicals happening all the time. So when you have an opportunity to relax, because your brain adapted to those high levels, it's constantly calling out for those, which is why people when people that are super anxious on a regular basis, when they have time to calm, to just sit and do nothing, they're they can't. They they're they're constantly worried about things that may or may not be real things to worry about because their subconscious mind is just talking them into ramping up the production of those chemicals. What floating can do for people that will impact their lives is what most people that are chronically stressed out and anxious need is just to be able to stop once in a while, just to do, just to stop everything. You know, what, what, one of the phrases we like to use at the spa is we're going to help everything by doing nothing, which is, you know, what we always talk about as far as expectations, don't expect anything, expect nothing because that's your goal. Your goal is to be in there and just exist. And what that does is over time, you'll see a real time reduction in the production of your cortisol and adrenaline from just one float. And as you were talking about, uh, Jeffrey, I, I believe it was you who said it, you felt the positive effects of that float last up to four to five days. So yeah. that's a real time reduction in the production of those chemicals. But also over time, if you float, eh, you, we recommend you people usually float once a week because, you know, you usually can get the, you can get positive effects for up to four to five days afterwards. But over time, as you get better and better at it, you can see a reduction in the baseline production of those chemicals as well. So it can literally, and this, this is actually according to research done by a guy named Justin Feinstein, um, who worked for the Laureate Institute for Brain Research in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I would encourage both of you guys, as well as all your listeners, to do a little research on that because um, it's actually the area that's actually been clinically studied about float therapy that they discovered that over time you can literally reroute your brain's your, your brain's chemistry and the activity of your amygdala in order to be less anxious in general um whereas you still have access to those chemicals should you need them because you know fight or flight hormones are very important in certain situations but you're in a but you're in a state your, your general state is one that your brain doesn't need those chemicals as much. So you can be a little less stressed. You can be a little more relaxed. And a lot of our regular clients and our members um, have actually seen a lot of, a, a lot of strange benefits, like little things about their life getting better and better. Just being able to handle stressful situations a little more because your brain doesn't jump into that fight or flight quite as quickly. A lot of people with uh, autoimmune issues, uh, such as fibromyalgia, see a lot of benefit from floating because, you know, a lot of the times with conditions like that, the, the, the treatment is essentially being careful with your diet and managing your stress. So floating is, again, one of the best ways to manage, to manage your stress because it just, it just gives you a, just a short vacation from all of that and just allowing you to be quiet and still for an hour and just, just bring the level of those chemicals down. What, what, one of the things about floating also is, you know, every float's a little bit different. 
you know, there, there's some days where I go in there and because I'm exhausted when I get in the pod, I'll fall asleep in there. I'll just take a, I'll just take a short nap. Nothing wrong with that at all. It's completely safe and it's actually super beneficial. Uh, there's other days where, you know, maybe there's something that I'm working through, you know, whether or not it's with the, you know, professionally or in my personal life, just things that I just can't get a good handle on that being in the pod and getting rid of all that external stimuli allows me to really fully focus on that one little area and be able to see it from all different angles. Um, there's, there's been situations where I've come up with kind of outside the box solutions to issues that I was struggling with for a while that I just, I just, I just couldn't, couldn't focus on them enough during my normal everyday life to actually find a solution to it. But being in the pod allowed me to just, you know, completely focus on that from all different angles. Uh, there's other times where I'll get in there and there's just, you know, just too much going on. And maybe I don't fully sink into that theta state, but it's okay because I still got that hour of peace and quiet and you still get a little bit of magnesium supplementation through uh, transdermally through your skin. So you still have a good float, even though it's not your best. So, you know, sometimes my brain's just a little bit too messy to fully sink in and that's okay. You know, I, I it just, consistency really is the key with something like that. It's, it's a lot like, it's all like meditation or even something like yoga, you know, doing it on a regular basis consistently is where you start seeing a lot more of those profound benefits start to sink in. Right. So what I'm hearing is that sensory recuperation is, is kind of a good way to interpret uh, the whole experience. Um, you're sure. allowing your senses to just calm down and it's, it's not really, it, it's not really deprivation. It's, it's like recuperation, right. which mm -hmm. seems to be a more positive sort of way to look at it. Um, and, and again, this is also something that we discussed uh, because in that period of time that you come out of the, the float and, and you're sitting there, uh, you, you have a little bit of a lounge there for uh, part for partners, for uh, members where there's like an oxygen bar, right? Um, and it, it's really interesting. The oxygen bar, uh, after having that experience, especially for myself, I actually, you know, have uh, a condition that, you know, it's very difficult for me to process oxygen. Um, I was premature, so I have underdeveloped lungs. So going from that, that sensory uh, recuperation environment straight to like an oxygen sort of infused uh, situation, it, it actually kind of really opened up my mind. And it was part of the whole experience, which was really great um but when we were in that mode in, in the lounge there we were discussing and talking uh one of the things that popped up because it seems like in that state you're really able to slow things down and process things and things you know so, sort of pop into your head we were talking about the effect of the one percent you know whether it's a navigation or or, or you know seafaring vessels or, or whatnot but this tool of um the floating right the, the tool of being able to do you know like yoga for for the senses or yoga for the mind um the, the key one of the things that i i found um just in a single experience and, and the way the reason why i think this could be really extremely helpful for our listeners is this is a this is a life hack this is a tool and i have a tool in the toolbox that if you're somebody that's overly stressed and you have issues this this may not be a super profound thing that you know it's like a dmt experience and you're you know your brain's going crazy you know 
but it's just that one percent, right? It, it's if you can alter your consciousness just one percent, or you can alter, you know, your senses just one percent um, today, and if you're able to use it as a therapy and you move down uh, or you move forward in your life um, using this positive step and using this positive tool, you're eventually going to get to the positive mindset that you, you know, you're, you're striving to reach. Right. So, you know, um, I I thought that was really important to to bring up um, here because, and what are your thoughts on, on that perception? Floating is, it's, for the people that decide to make it a regular part of their wellness routine, it's it's definitely a long game, especially for people that are, you know, chronically stressed and anxious. It, it's one of these things that takes time. And the more you do it, it definitely has a cumulative, a cumulative effect, you know, much in the same way you're talking about the 1%, like when you're, when you're like piloting a boat you know, just a very slight deviation, just a very slight deviation right now will have a very profound effect, effect in the future. Um, floating is a lot like that. Uh, we, we had a, a particular ne- a member who I've learned a lot about her just in the time that I've been there because she is uh, she's somebody who really likes to to talk to everybody afterwards and just kind of kind of process her experiences and whatnot. She's had a very, very, very profoundly difficult life. And when she came to us as a member, she was kind of at the end of her rope. You know, she, she, she tried a bunch of different types of medications and different therapies and different this, different that, and just nothing was really working for her. Um, she decided to try floating. She tried, decided to come in as one of our, uh, what we call their, our unlimited members, which um basically she has a membership uh that can she can float literally as much as she wants and she normally comes in three sometimes four times a week and it's two things for her for her it's 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 muscular relaxation uh which really helps with a lot of different little issues that she has but it's also that just being able to just quiet her mind and just the positive impact that 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 has had on her just since I've been there. It's, it's amazing to see the change in people um, as they go along. You know, it's, it's unfortunate that we live in a society that almost in a way celebrates just kind of beating the crap out of yourself, you know, you know, in order, in order to get ahead. Um, And then even then you can't. But, but even then you can't. So like people are just chron- just always chronically exhausted, stressed out, anxious. And it's almost like, it's almost like it's celebrated in this country. Um, that's an unfortunate thing, but it's super fortunate that we have a tool like floating that really helps a lot of people in a very, very natural way, get back to a good baseline as far as, as far as just kind of where their brain chemistry is at just being able to be a little more even keel on a regular basis, be able to deal with a little bit more of their stress and be able to release some of that a little more, a little more easily. One of the things we talk about all the time at the spa, you know, is obviously we're running a business. Obviously we're, you know, doing this, doing that. But at the end of the day, 
if if we're not helping people, then we're not doing our jobs, you know. And, and that's one of the things we take a lot of pride in is whatever people are coming in for, we're doing our best to make sure that they walk out of there with, with whatever whatever that issue is, a li- just at the very least a little bit alleviated at the end of the day. Uh, one of the things I like to say uh, that, that that I I compare things a lot to you know, pop culture and, and things like that. <laughs> I do, but it almost seemed like you you were when I was in there, I was detaching myself from the matrix of life, right? And it was one sure. of the things I mentioned to uh, Jeffro when we were on our way down there. I said, you know, what if I go into this pod and I come to this realization that everything that I've been doing in my life and everything that I know in my life is just fabricated and the more i thought about it and the more relaxed i got i truly started to feel like you know what everything that i was worrying about every you know all of these all of these big you know my mortgage my car payment all these other things they seem so much smaller when i was able Mm -hmm. to calm myself down and you know give myself that bit of peace to just relax and just be me and uh, I remember coming out of the uh, coming out when I was, you know, the, the, the spa was finished when I was done floating. You and I had a discussion on uh, medication and I made the statement sure. and I don't want anybody to get upset with me about this, but I, I'm, I feel true to this statement. So I'm going to say it again. While I do feel some medications do help people, I feel that we're very heavily in a time right now where it's less about helping patients and more about keeping a customer. That yep. is not at all what I got, you know, when I went and I floated, it was, you know, here's, try this, this is an option, it's not a painkiller, it's not, uh, it's not an antidepressant, or anything like that, it's not synthetic, it was all natural. So, when yep. I got in there, and any, any, I'm not big on medication to begin with, but any medications that I have taken in the past... I just have to say, you know, nothing really compared to just being able just to relax, calm down and get back to yourself. And that's exactly what I felt. And I, you know, if that's what you're gaming for is well achieved. So, I mean, I, I, my, my plan is to, uh, to get some more people to go with me next time because I do plan on going down again. So definitely, um, Jeffro, did you have any questions for Mike before we wrap this guy up here? And, and I just want to say before before I hand it over to Jeffro, thank you so much for giving us the time, your time, your staff, your establishment. We really, really enjoyed ourselves, every one of us did. So thank you. Well, it was a pleasure to have you guys. And, uh, you know, thank you so much, just, you know, just for the kind words. You know, we 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 work really hard to make sure that everybody who comes in there feels as welcome and as taken care of and as safe as they possibly can be. Um, and you know, we, it's, especially people that come in on a regular basis, you, 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 you start to get a, you start to, you start to build a relationship with them, you know, to the point where we, we, you know, we care about each and every one of our members that comes in, you know, and, you know, I, I would I would actually agree with you on some of that, you know, is, is we, we live we live in a society that is very heavily reliant on convenience. Um, right. Right. It's it's a situation where 
I really believe that for a, a lot of ailments that people go through, and, and of course it's different for everybody, you know, and, and you know, I'm, I'm exactly with you. I mean, some people absolutely got, get a lot of benefit from things like medications and that kind of stuff. And some people absolutely need them. But for me, you know, cause I, you know, full disclosure, I spent a good about two years in my past, um, using uh, Effexor, uh, anti-anxiety, antidepressant medications. And in my experience, what those did for me was kind of numbed the physical sensation of what I was going through, but never really allowed me to really get past, it, it never really addressed the core issue. Uh, which was just the fact that I was constantly in an environment where my fight or flight hormones were constantly jacked, like redlined. And until I, until I did something like floating where I could literally naturally start bringing those, those levels back down over time, I never really got a whole lot of relief from it. So there, there's a lot of people, actually, a lot of our, a lot of our members, they actually go off a lot of those medications um, just just from spending, you know, a few months as members and floating as much as they can. A lot of them have been, have been able to actually reduce the usage of, of, of a lot of a lot of those uh, different medications they were on. Um, and a lot of them see a lot of benefit even physically from it. Uh, people that, you know, had chronic pain after different surgeries and that kind of stuff, just just being able to relax the muscles around those injuries helped actually pr for them produce a lot of deep healing you know back to what you were saying though i mean we're absolutely happy you guys came in uh it was a it was a really great experience when you guys came in we actually uh we actually talked afterwards we had a lot of great discussion there and it's it's nice to have you know people with an audience to actually to talk about this because it's it's interesting as it's been around for for couple of decades now but there's still so many people who don't really know about it so you know having having a having an opportunity to get the word out and to let more and more people know about something like this is, is super super important for us as well right and, and the word and you were just saying that in the word and that's that's what we were trying to do here it's not just you know yeah, you know, hey, did you see anything in the flow pod or anything? For me, it was just a relaxation. It was just so mm -hmm. therapeutic for me. Um, your your particular establishment there in uh, Wexford, PA, that's not the only one. So the, the True Rest Spa, these things are all over the place, correct? Correct, yeah. So you guys have listeners all over the country, right? All over right. the world. All over the world, yeah. All over the world, fantastic. So uh, I know that, True Rest itself is an American company, but it is a national brand. Uh, we were based out of Arizona, but there's True Rest all over the country. Um, so, you know, there, there, there's, we don't feel any competition between us and other True Rest. We're all, we're all, we're all on the same team. So please, you know, wherever you are, you know, if you're, if you're near a major metropolitan area, you're probably close to a True Rest, you know, so by all means, go, go check them out and go, go try it, try it once. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna try it, obviously, if you're gonna try it, I would recommend trying it. Try to do it three times in a month, because your first experience is gonna be beautiful and blissful, but you're gonna go into it generally a little more hyper aware than what you necessarily want to be. 
just because anticipation, you know, new experience, new environment, never done it before. So mm -hmm. your second experience is so much better because you already know what to expect. So it's going to be so much deeper, so much more relaxing, so much more profound than the first. And by the time you get to your third, I always call the third float going pro. Because uh, by the time you get to your third float, you're going to start getting a really good idea of what it really is that your mind and your body both need to fully relax. And you're going to start getting a good sense of what the benefits are going to be for you because the benefits are a little bit different, a little bit different for everybody. So, you know, doing it as much as you can uh, when you first start out is, is important to really be able to get acclimated to it and get a good idea. But yeah, there's true rest all over the country. Uh, there's float centers all over the world. So even if you're not near a true rest, go float. I don't, I don't, you know, for me, it doesn't really matter where you go. Um, unless you're in the greater Pittsburgh area, which of course you should come to the true rest in Wexford or the South Hills or soon McMurray. Um, but in general, I think everybody should float. And I, and, and I think it's an experience that everybody should try at least once. I agree. Jeffro, what do you got for us, buddy? Yeah. You know, basically I just wanted to touch base on and some of the things that you guys were talking about. Uh, most important thing is it seems like this is a tool to not mask symptoms, which is what you were talking about there a few minutes ago, Mike. And it, it actually right. helps you addressing the root cause. And when it comes to, uh, the, the standard practices of, of standard pharmaceuticals companies and, and, and medical industry, you know, they're, they're constantly trying to, it, it seems uh, that they're not really trying to address the root issues. They're just, you know, trying to combat the symptoms, right. Rather than combating what's actually underneath. And um, it seems to me with my personal experience and, and some of the things that have been said here tonight, uh, this is a, a real way to kind of hack into that system and and naturally attack those issues and and get benefits from it and me personally i i couldn't i couldn't be more grateful for the opportunity to come there and float and you know i i appreciate you guys and your staff and it was a it was everything i ever thought it would be the entire experience so thank you very much my pleasure, man. Come back anytime. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Will you say fantastic? I'm going to say fantastic. Fantastic. Anyway, Mike, again, you know, I know we say thank you all the time. It, it is a, it was my pleasure to meet you. It was my pleasure to be there. Thank you so much. Thank you for speaking on the podcast for us. We enjoy your company and uh, your, your thoughts on all of this. We had a great time. I had a great time. If anybody out there can hear me right now, I am definitely an advocate for this give it a try like mike said do it two or three times i'm definitely going to be going back it what can i say it was fantastic right <laughs> fantastic all right hey, guys. thanks for having me guys all right mike, thanks thank for you on. very much my pleasure